0: You can also tell your smart speakers to play Vision Kids Radio. If you don't already have the Vision
1: app on your phone or tablet, you can download it for free when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Vision Kids, another way we're helping the whole family look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
2: And joining us on the line right now is Charles Newington from Family Voice Australia. Charles and I have been good buddies for many years, uh, having uh, passed just around the corner from each other. It's great to catch up with you, Charles. How you been? Yeah, good.
0: Thank you, pal. Good. I'm always pleased to be on the radio with you guys.
2: Wonderful, mate. Now, uh, there's a lot of uh, talk about religious freedom, which is definitely at stake in Australia, particularly with the upcoming elections. What are your thoughts on that, Charles?
0: Yes, it's a complicated time, isn't it? Uh, there was just an incident that came to my attention. Uh, a, a, a guy I know, uh, Professor Augusto Zimmerman uh, from Perth, he's he's, um, he's a, a lawyer, he's a really profound lawyer, uh, and he's having a, a conference over there entitled Religious Right at the Crossroads, The Rise of Anti-Christian Sem- Sentiment in the West. He put it up on Facebook and they <laughs> pulled it down. Really? And they refused to allow any posts. Claiming that the conference violated community standards, Ugh. so he thought that proved his point. You know that religious freedom is most definitely at the crossroads if if Facebook was going to do something like that. And uh, uh, and um, since then, they've they've put it back up again. So it it is um, it, it it's an example of what's happening in our society at the present moment that um, that that organisations like. Facebook and other social media are kind of self-regulating uh, their censorship arrangements. You know, it's not as if it's being imposed by governments as such, but but organisations that have got a lot of power in the media and, and in, in lots of different areas, of course, uh, that are under the influence of, say, the unions or whatever, will will self-regulate or self-censor. And um, that's the kind of climate we're in. And, and uh, the challenge is for uh, Christians who tend to be moderate and centrist you know we find it very difficult to sort of get up on our hind legs it's sort of against nature to get up on our hind legs and and push back and say hey what's going on but it it does seem that that's that's how things work these days you've got to you've got to defend your right
2: well seeing as how facebook uh you know took it down uh, thankfully it's up again but uh let's give it a good plug here so it's on the 14th and 15th of june and yeah, it's called.
0: Cool. Yeah,
2: and it's it's
0: it's if you if you want to go from look more details, uh, you go to Crossroads Two Nineteen dot Weebly. If anyway, mm-hmm. Crossroads Two Nineteen will take you there. Mm-hmm. Weebly obviously a um, you know a kind of a a, a website um, uh, kind of URL, but uh, people mm. Crossroads Two okay. Nineteen
2: look for that. Wonderful, and uh, we we've, we've had. Professor Augusto Zimmerman here on the radio before, and uh, he's uh, a wonderful man of God, very outspoken. Great man. Great. We, we need more blokes like him uh, with lots of letters behind their names, hey? Huh? <laughs> <True. laughs> uh, and interesting, you know, uh, I was just reading about uh, the pro life movie in the States, Unplanned. Uh, yeah. they've, they weren't allowed to have, well, their Twitter account was taken down by Twitter. Yeah, uh, it exactly. seems a lot of these social media outlets uh, are just, you know, taking anything down that violates community standards, as they say in parentheses. Yes,
0: yeah, so this, is, this is a sort of new terminology, and, and that's one of the things I, I wanted to focus on today is the fact that words, words are being used as weapons. Um, the, the old statement, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Um, you know, we used to say that as kids, didn't we, when we were being bullied in the playground or whatever, but mm. um, except when they become laws that treat ideology as fact and apply penalties for non-compliance. So words that have become very powerful because they they are the very building blocks of legislation that can be quite destructive and the, there's a case in point that you, you you're talking about the way in which um, um, this this kind of new set of community standards that use words that um, that seem to be so um, a, a positive you know they seem to be so positive, like i 'm looking at the abc 's article. About um, what's been happening in Tasmania on the, the the removal of gender from birth certificates, and they, they they use language like this that the changes also clarify laws that protect the right of an individual to express their gender without discrimination. Mm. So, in a way, you know, most of us would want to protect the rights of an individual, you know, and. and you have to keep reading and keep thinking about what these words are really saying uh, because um, modern language is absolutely full of it, you know. I mean, an, an, another phrase on that particular subject is this language of gender affirmation. Mm. Um, you know, uh, affirmation is such a positive word and, and we want to... Uh, you know, we, we, we don't like the thought of discriminating. We don't want to discriminate against people. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of feel... That, that what's going on in the gender subject the, the debate at the present moment is it's a, is an example of a big social movement that's being that's being sort of pumped through society, particularly younger society, in a very uh, a very powerful psychological way, uh, and and it and people are getting caught up in the in the run of it, you know, and um, and before you know where you are, they're 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 being affected by this. It's almost like a psychological conditioning and, and mind control. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that legislation in Tasmania is, uh, allows people aged 16, from the age of 16, to apply to change their registered gender um, without parental approval. You know, uh, it, it's, it's... I think that the, anybody in government should be saying to themselves, hang on a minute, this is... This is not appropriate. You know, we should be protecting children from this kind of influence, but they're not. They're uh, they're just letting this go through. You know, and it's um so so words are being used these days. They're being weaponised. You know, we've got to be so careful uh, uh, to, to 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 read carefully what's being what's being pitched at us.
2: And of course, when it comes to this issue in Tasmania, um, we always encourage listeners to contact their MPs and yeah. share their thoughts on this and. You know, lobby, speak up, because you know we're often the silent majority on subjects like this, aren't we?
0: Exactly. In this particular case, the numbers run something like I've seen. Uh, you know, articles that suggest that seventy percent of Tasmanians are not in favour of this law. Mm. But um, uh, this law is actually uh, it's it's hinged upon the 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 vote and the inclination of the Liberal Speaker of the uh, 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 of the House, and she's. She's voted in favour with the um, with the left side of politics to get this thing running through. So, um, you, you know, one per- just it comes down to one person. You know, one person uh, in in these finely balanced parliaments that we have these days. And um, you're right. It, it, it is important to talk to uh, you know your every voice counts. It, it's it's our it's our right. Our local members, our senators, they're there to represent us. And how can they represent us if they don 't hear our voice so it 's important to just respectfully uh, build a relationship with them and and communicate with them where we stand clearly and, and, um, and, and clearly on issues like this, so that they understand that the community standards are not necessarily as as, as they are being characterized by the the, the, the news the new standards so there are lots and lots of people in this community that feel this stuff is just inappropriate.
2: Mm. And, you know, it can be opening a Pandora's box when you, when you go down this path. Uh, you know, we can get in trouble for using the wrong pronoun when we're talking to someone these days, yeah. can't we? That's where it's getting to, isn't
0: it? It is getting. Uh, one of the things I like to point out to people is that what's happening in Australia is part of a global movement. When when we watch what's happening in, in, in all Western uh, democracies, these things are... Uh, the same things are being pushed, and you have to ask the question: Who's doing the push? You know, who's who's making um, Western civilization the kind of testing ground uh, for 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 new uh, social attitudes and values? And and what are they trying to uh, what are they trying to evict or exercise from the culture? And and frankly, you, you know, it comes down to the fact that. Almost exclusively, uh, uh, the people that are uh, are saying, "Hold on a moment, let's let's consider this more." Are, are people that, that are part of Christian communities that are saying, uh, "You know, um, these 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 things are not being well thought through." I, I was amazed at the at the you know I've seen this a number of times recently that that, uh, that the governments, particularly on the left side of of, of Parliament, uh, they are, they are not even listening mm. to the objections um, uh, of uh, of the community. It's like they're pressing ahead with their ideological uh, mm-hmm. intents. And, and this business about gender, for instance, it, it, it is it's it's an example because um, it's very clear that there's this multitude of genders do not exist in biological reality. And the the, the problem is that this no longer matters. You know, it's, it's it doesn't matter if a person provides scientific evidence to the fact that, that this is just not grounded in science. It no longer matters because it's mm. not about science anymore. It's about perception. It's about ideology. And uh, this to, this creates what I, I call a, a deep a dissonance, a, a deep conflict of ideas in, in our society. Because on the one hand, science is very important to us. You know, the data... And the, uh, and the data is important to us. And on the other hand, we've got uh, people that are pushing major social transformations and changes through that are not based upon data. And and so the, this this dissonance, this, this big conflict, it's, it's, going, it's going to cause ruptures. You know, it's going to, it, it's polarizing our society because, um, you, know, uh, you know, there are so many people that are saying these things don't make sense mm. and 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 uh, and they don't make sense they don't they don't make sense they're not scientifically verifiable but governments are sort of saying we're not listening to you because you're a bigot you know yes. and uh, and that sort of stuff is is um, no wonder that's that's creating mm. tension in our community and uh, I, I think that that's that's uh, that, that's just such a dangerous and difficult time for us you know because we feel don't we that that so many conversations are so loaded these days with emotion mm. that um and and that's part of the part of the issue they want to load these things with emotion so people just don't want to go there and and that way you know society gets transformed because nobody wants to have a fight about things
2: mm. And there's been a lot of talk about uh, Canadian psychologist Jordan Peterson, who was uh, out here in Australia. I remember seeing him on Q&A on ABC TV. Uh, he's been quite outspoken about this. What, what's his angle that he's been taking on it?
0: Well, his angle was that um, in Canada, um, the, the law was, was imposing a penalty upon people who refused to use particular gender pronouns. So for a person identified with a particular gender identity, uh, it was it, it was no longer lawful to uh, to talk to them in their uh, using biological gender pronouns. Mm. And he he just his complaint there was um, was that the law should not be used in this way to to demand it to mm. require it. Uh, that, that, that this was speech. This was the control of speech under penalty. And um, uh, and he's he 's been very helpful uh, in that um, but but now we 're all in that
2: <laughs> mm. we 're
0: all facing that challenge you would have thought um, you would have thought that it would have been hosed down you know it's been but it hasn 't been hosed down it 's still running
2: mm. well it 's always good to talk to you charles and uh, if people want to find out more about family voice what 's the website people can go to
0: it 's uh, familyvoice dot org dot a u
2: And, of course, you're on uh, social media as well, if people would like to look up Family Voice. Uh, And I I love getting your emails uh, with uh, (laughs) updates. And so important that we uh, stand up and speak out for truth in this nation. Thank you, Charles, for what you're doing.
1: Bless you. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.